Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast, how to make money while traveling the world. And speaking of traveling the world, can you guys guess where we are right now? Well, here's a little clue. Uh, so we're actually traveling to traveling overland from Mexico and Belize into Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras, Nicaragua. And as of two days ago, uh, we The, the little, be uh, I don't know if you're going kind to of little, but it's a small town of uh, Tamarindo, which has amazing expats. So, and in uh, Hako, and uh, we'll be exploring a lot more Costa Rica. So make sure you check out our uh, blog, social media, uh, uh, and our YouTube channel to get all the updates from my daddy blogger world tour. Um, and as we're traveling, we love interviewing fellow entrepreneurs, fellow world travelers, fellow authors. And uh, we have one on the show here today. His name is Dr. Dr. Kim Ontario, and we have connected through a mutual fan friend and former podcast guest, uh, Kevin Hoon, who actually uh, was on it as well, and his uh, passion for getting people into the media. So he's done that as well with Dr. Dave, getting him all across media, including our media as well. Our hey. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Uh, so Dr. Dave is a chiropractor. Yeah, he's a chiropractor out of Markham, Ontario. He's also a best-selling author and uh, there's a big passion for this area called digital dementia and I was actually not familiar with the term at all uh, so I'm super excited to find out more about nomads. Wi-Fi we might have some lag or some uh, cutting in and out of you know life is a digital nomad means you're never gonna have perfect Wi-Fi so apologies for the mark of Ontario today. Pardon me? Yeah, how, how are you doing over there in beautiful Markham, Ontario today? Yeah, it's beautifully cold. Uh, we're looking at some freezing rain coming in the next few days, maybe. Um, yeah, it's, it's very different from where you are in Costa Rica. I've been to Costa Rica. So it's it's really cold up here. Yeah, I'm from Vancouver, Canada, so I can relate to that, that, that the coldness of uh, the Canadian winters, even though it's right now almost spring. That's uh, quite hot and humid, so and it's quite uh, tropical as you can see here. Very, very tropical. Oh, it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. So, uh, Dr. Dave, uh, why don't we? Uh, um, why don't you first tell us about yourself? Uh, why don't you do a quick introduction and share a little about yourself, your family, your business, um, sure. and your uh, yeah, whatever else you want to share with, the guests, uh, with our listeners of yours today. Well, great. Thank you, Ricky. Um, so I've been in practice going into my 30th year starting in June. Um, I've been a chiropractic patient since I was two. I live here in Markham with my wife, Deborah. We've been married 22 years. We have three children, Michaela, Joshua, and Rachel. Uh, Michaela's turning 18 in May, and then Joshua is 15. Rachel is 13. Um, I travel into the, the big town of Mississauga just outside Toronto to practice where I practice for almost 30 years. Um, in my trade of chiropractic, we're computerized. I have a passion for looking after the brain. My mom has Alzheimer's now, and um, they did not want any help from me, unfortunately. But now I have on a mission to send the word out to as many people as possible to really consider looking after their brain for a lifetime. It's uh, sad and tragic to see what's happening with my mom. Uh, she doesn't know who we are, um, and she doesn't know how to do the things that she was really good at doing. Um, she's in a home and she'll be there full-time for the rest of her life. So, um, yeah, I practice, um, work on sports athletes. Um, 
we do uh, neurofunctional neurology. We do a little bit of um, computerized chiropractic, very gentle, specific. Um, and we just help save people's brains ahead of time. Amazing work you're doing, uh, Dr. Dave. And uh, you're also a dad of uh, three kids, just like me, uh, traveling uh, you know, with a family of five. Uh, business and uh, you know, the subject at hand. I'd love to hear about some of your family travels. That's one of our big passions, inspiring families to travel more. And since you're a dad of three kids, uh, walk us through, tell us travel you guys have done as a family most of what we've done ricky has been camping so we are a big camping family we load things up in the back of our van uh, with the three kids a rooftop uh, kind of rack with all of our camping equipment tenting and we love to go up into the northern part of ontario and and uh, get into the provincial parks um, that we uh, have a good chance to to avail our, ourselves here we've done some tripping down into uh, the u.s as a family uh, traveling down into uh, Pennsylvania, traveling down into uh, North Carolina, um, but that's about it. We haven't been out of the out of the, the the North America like you guys have, but that's all we've done. Sounds great. Sounds great. Camping is a great uh, bonding experience. That's something we want to do a lot more of. I, I'm not a good. Uh, I can't build a fire and I'm not very good at sending up a tent. So something I definitely need uh, your insights on. Uh, but uh, tell us about uh, your chiropractic business. started too. That's phenomenal. I mean, uh, most of us have no idea what we want to do when we're two years old. So what do you mean by that? Uh, walk us through the journey. Uh, when did it uh, become... Uh, you had this passion becoming a chiropractor. And uh, walk us through that journey in terms of your career. Yeah, so um, when I was two... Um, I guess I like speed at an early age, and I love speed, Ricky, man. If I could race cars, it would be amazing. Um, but I chose chiropractic over racing. Um, but I guess I like to be thrown up into a snowbank in, in the winters in Canada, and I would love to slide down in my snowsuit and laugh and giggle. My mom had an injury um, that physio wasn't working, and so she went to see the chiropractor that my grandfather, her dad, had been to back in the 50s. And uh, so we started as, as just a family. We would go for checkups um, about every month, um, just like we would go to the dentist on a regular basis. And uh, in grade eight, we had to write an essay, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I chose chiropractic. Uh, in 1978, we didn't have computers. Uh, we didn't have calculators. And so there wasn't much of a choice at that time. Um, I was good at science. I liked it. And uh, Dr. Jim was always fun to go to visit. And so I chose chiropractic going into grade nine. And so I was 13 years old when I chose the profession. So maybe, you know, no matter what business or work you're in, you're going to have both the good and the bad. So what are some of the, the best things you've had in terms of your career as a chiropractor, but also maybe share openly and warmly. You don't talk about publicly as much, but share with us both highs and lows, the peaks and valleys. Sure, great, no problem. So some of the highs, the highs of my practice career really come when um, a patient that I'm working with as another fellow human being really gets the, the meaning of their purpose and the meaning of their own self-supporting aspects in their own health roles. Um, when I can see it turn in their eye where they know that they know that they know that they can have influence over their own future, and I'm there to help support them as a Sherpa, 
as a as a as someone to help them carry themselves through not to not to carry them but they carry themselves and i'm there to guide them that's the best feeling in the world i can never i'll never forget this one situation i had this one 16 year old young lady she was a goaltender in ice hockey and she got so good at knowing what we needed to do together that if she got crashed in the crease or got hit in the head with a puck she was in right away and we were able to reset her nervous system to allow her to continue to perform it was one of the most enjoyable um, experiences with this young, one young lady because um, she just really got it really well and she was able to um, help me help her um, by, by being in tune and, and being um, part of the process. I guess the challenging thing in practice, Ricky, has always been, I guess, the, um, the reality that in North America, specifically Canada, um, proactive health actions are not well supported by the system. Um, there's going to be a huge, we'll talk about this in a minute, I'm sure, but there's going to be a huge issue related to um, the percentage of the population that will be sick and in need of help as the aging population gets closer and closer to 75 and 85 as boomers. And um, we really haven't taken our, care of ourselves that well. Um, there really hasn't been a conversation. Um, and the medical model, while as necessary as it is in, in emergency situations, really hasn't supported what it would mean to protect your health for a lifetime. And um, I guess some of the challenges have been always where um, uh, patients really don't get the message. And um, it's, it's a hard conversation because our system is free up in Canada. And unfortunately, my services aren't part of that free service provision. So. Um, that's part of it. Maybe it's a bit of a, of a sour grape a little bit, but it's my heart. Um, but that's what I feel. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Sharing. Think of the chiropractor. I, uh, some people might think, okay, you need it when you get in a car accident or if you have back issues. But uh, I think uh, you are uh, looking at more holistically. So what do you suggest? And, uh, you know, like, uh, what do you suggest uh, chiropractic practicism, uh, if you're going to call that, is for... Uh, um, everyone, or uh, tell us about uh, when would someone the services of a chiropractor? Thank you, Ricky. Yeah, most of uh, most of the public thinks of us as looking after neck pain and back pain, but really, um, the emphasis of chiropractic is protecting your nervous system, um, specifically your brain. Uh, posture is huge in my clinic, and as the posture falls forward and the head goes forward, your brain is is actually falling too. So as the brain goes south your body goes south, so to speak. Um, you live your life through your nervous system, and we all go to the dentist um, to have our teeth checked to make sure there's no cavities. You don't have to have pain to have a cavity. Um, you don't wanna to get to a root canal. You wanna make sure that they're clean. You keep them for a lifetime. And, and really it's important to keep your spine for a lifetime because you, you, can't, you can't replace it, um, but it protects your nervous system. And, um, and, and as we live our life through our nervous system, Ricky, the challenge will be um, living a life that's full and vibrant and active for a lifetime. And you can't do that without a healthy nervous system. So, you know, we, we, we started as a family when I was two. My brother uh, had not yet been born. He's a couple years younger. He was just born after that. And um, we just went every month and uh, we got checked up. It felt good. Um, and I'm, I'm 55 this June. But many people think I'm in my early 40s. Um, maybe it's because I have no hair and it's not white or gray, but uh, they don't think that I'm as old as I am. 
um, because I'm still fairly nimble and fairly active. And I, and I attest it to the fact that I've had good mechanical care for a lifetime. I don't have to have hip replacements. My knees are good. I'm able to run. I'm able to cycle. I'm able to ride. I'm able to weight train. And, um, you know, if you look after your, your car, it will get a good resale value. If you look after your body, it will give you a good resale value as well. So chiropractic is one of those tools, good nutrition, um, good massage. Uh, those are all things that are really important. And, um, you know, we work well, chiropractors work well with naturopaths and nutritionists and dietitians and massage therapists to really be proactive in health versus reactive. So it's more of a health reality versus a sickness management reality. So everyone that's alive that has a spine needs yeah, to get chiropractor to to, Yeah, no, most of us are not going to go to a chiropractor unless we actually uh, maybe get one of those free assessments uh, that they are, or if accident, or if we have a health uh, predicament or injury or, uh, you know, pain. Uh, so I'm glad you mentioned this, this whole thing about being proactive and way uh, doing it when you're still healthy um, and we've also heard I think most of us have heard about uh, you know these horror stories of uh, uh, people getting a chiropractor and uh, maybe you can walk us through that element too I like asking the hard questions the people that you know people are thinking these questions anyway and no one asked them so I'm gonna ask them so just just so, make sure uh, I didn't hear the whole question the question was again Ricky yeah. what re-ask the question for me yeah of course so, yeah again the wife the hiccups uh, what I would say is when it comes to, uh, you know, chiropractors, uh, my sister-in-law went to a chiropractor and now she's messed up. Uh, and uh, there's a lot, and that was just one example, but there's literally hundreds of there in terms of uh, how people can avoid uh, these uh, bad chiropractors or uh, especially these kind of nightmare stories where uh, you go to a chiropractor to anything else gets messed up. And, but I like asking the hard questions. And I think it's people uh, think about these questions. That's why I'm asking them on their behalf. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Listen, I really appreciate that. And that's really a great question. Um, I, 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 there's a reason why we all have, as medical practitioners, insurance. I don't, I'm going to go right at this question, and I appreciate it. Um, yeah, things happen. And uh, no doubt stuff has happened. And I don't know what um, all the different ins and outs are. I'll tell you what my perspective is in my own clinic and the choices that I've made. Um, we do something called applied kinesiology, Ricky, which is where we test people before and after every visit. And we actually use a computer system called a Pulsar, which is a computerized assessing tool that has a minimal amount of force, but a maximum amount of impact to change the, the, the problems that we find. Um, we know that from some research, um, and there's been some unfortunate situations I know, um, that there's a risk uh, to have a vascular event in the neck um, for like to maybe have a stroke or something like that. And we check to see that everything is fine from that perspective. But the research that I've been presented with and what we've seen is that the risks is, aren't different than putting your neck over the sink um, in a hairdresser's salon or even in a medical office. Um, so yes, we have to check for it. Yes, there's a risk. And I've made choices to take the stress and the force out of the manual kind of cracking adjustments and gone into a computerized uh, model of treatment to even bring that risk down even further. So for those that have an aversion for it, there are probably 30 or 35 different versions of chiropractic in the way that they apply the trade to the body. And some of them are very gentle. 
I'm learning a system now called matrix repatterning, which is a very gentle non-force um, technique. Um, there's network chiropractic that does not use any force or technical um, um, pressure into the spine. And so there are these other brands, just like there are different colors of cars um, that, that do that. And, and just like, you know, um, we just had a situation in Canada where there was a tragic event where many hockey players and their friends and families on a bus passed away out in Saskatchewan. Um, and, you know, it's very tragic. And we had hockey sticks that were put outside the doors in remembrance. We had flags at half staff and the National Hockey League games. And rightfully so, we're, we're honoring the families. Um, there's been a huge swell of support and it's awesome. And we support it as well. But we don't ban cars. Um, we don't we don't get rid of the cars just because there's car accidents. Um, and so stuff, things can happen. Um, we try our very best. It's a great track record. We pay one of the lowest malpractice insurance um, premiums uh, of all the professions, which is an indication too of what the risks are. Um, but that's a great question, Ricky. But in my practice, what I've done is I've used and gone to this computerized model to ensure the highest level of safety. And we go very slow with every patient to make sure that um, we're fully checking them out after every visit to make sure that they're not um, being injured. The, the, um, the spine is and has been the target of our communication to the public. You know, we want to, to manage the subluxation, which is the injury in the spine that we want to change like a cavity to a dentist, Ricky. But what we're really trying to do is manage the nervous system and that's why we need to respect it. And so as a patient going in, I would just recommend that they make sure that all the tests have been done um, and that they use a gentle method and um, everything should be great. Awesome, and thank you for uh, sharing so openly about uh, the subject, definitely an uh, important one. And thanks for bringing up the, the Broncos, uh, what happened there in Saskatchewan, definitely very tragic. Our thoughts and our prayers uh, with them yeah, at this you. point and with the families. It breaks my heart because uh, Dr. I... Dr. Dave, uh, you mm -hmm. written a book uh, all about the 52 ways, uh, you know, 52 weeks, 52 ways uh, to have a better health. Uh, walk us through the... Um, yeah, so, yeah. so, so this, this book just outlines um, 52 different options, 52 different ways that you can actually improve your health. You, um, everyone needs to get out and get walking. You need to maintain good hydration. Um, uh, the book that is the bestseller is, is one that's a, that's a different one than that one. It's um, on the best healthcare secret revealed as well. So there's that book that I've written. And um, But these 52 ways just give patients some little tips on on um, food choices, eating the rainbow, um, looking after their, their flexibility, stretching after they've been sitting for periods of time. And uh, these are just wonderful little tips um, that help people um, stay healthy and live a full, vibrant life. Awesome. And then, um, yeah, maybe talk us more about the second book as well. Uh, and that's free. I signed up for that one, uh, the 52 one. 52 ways uh, for yeah. the health one. And then tell us about your second book too. Yeah, the one that's uh, the bestseller book is called um, the best kept health, the best kept health secret revealed. And it's um, kind of like the chicken soup for the soul. And it's the third volume. And in that book, we talk about um, what I described as the mosaic method. And the mosaic method is, is uh, an acronym for move well, optimize, 
support and supplement where necessary, acquire knowledge and wisdom, individualize the care and continue for life. So it's a, a process and a roadmap for people to learn what it means to um, create that plan and strategy, like a financial plan for your finances. It's a health plan for your healthcare. have created and some amazing resources to help uh, people out to be more healthy uh, so let's get into the topic of digital um, you know it's a term I think most people are not familiar with it's not a term we use in everyday life so walk us through uh, what does it mean digital dementia walk us through the term first right so digital dementia was is a term that's come into the um, the literature community that describes the impact the negative impact on using smartphones and iPads and laptops like where I'm speaking to you now on my laptop and how it actually causes the brain to to diminish its size, its weight and its function. Um, and it's and it limits kids, teenagers from actually growing a healthy brain that is balanced on the left side of the body and the right side. Um, and it leads to and it accelerates cognitive decline, which means the ability to remember. So in the old days, we had to remember the seven-digit phone numbers. We didn't have a smartphone that had them on speed dial that could be in our pockets. We actually had to push the rotary dial, and we had to actually wait for the rotary dial to come back to the beginning so we could hit the next number and rotate the number around. Well, those types of realities don't exist anymore. Um, we don't have to you know, worry about somebody's phone number, so we don't use the brain in the same way um, that we were, were supposed to use it. And the research is showing that the kids are and young people are actually getting dementia earlier than what would be normal. Um, and as a result, um, they're not functioning effectively in, in, in life. my childhood phone number even though I'm uh, I'm 40 now and I still remember my phone number from when I was in elementary school at yeah. 604-96 no longer exists but it's funny that I still remember it for you know God knows uh, who why but uh, it's a useless bit of info I'm like I'm learning Spanish now why can't I store that in my head instead of this number from my past but uh, it's funny how the brain works uh, so Tell us about how we, as adults, and as humans in general, how can we prevent digital dementia? Well, the first thing is to take some breaks from the actual technology and to get out and do some type of mental gymnastics. Get out and do some type of a mental training program that asks you to, to remember and have some type of uh, verbal memory or visual memory. There's a bunch of different things on the internet. I like Brain HQ. That's what we use in the clinic. That's uh, a great website. BrainHQ.com. I get no money from it, so I, it's something that I just uh, use and support. Um, but it's very important to uh, to get out and to to be um, mentally viable and and elastic. You need to get out and challenge. If you're using uh, your time to to learn a language, Ricky, that's perfect. Learn a language. Do something that challenges. You know um, that that side of the brain, that right side of the brain that's more creative. Paint. Um, write a book. Um, do something creative, um, help somebody um, get out and be some, like a, um, a support to somebody that's not just about yourself. Um, look outside who you are um, to participate in somebody else's challenge, to help them through that challenge. Make yourself available um, as a fellow human being. Um, there needs to be the right diet. Uh, you need to hydrate. You're down 
south, you need to get a lot of, enough vitamin D. Vitamin D is important if you're not out in the sun um, because of sunscreen. Make sure that you're taking enough nutrients. Um, so, uh, yeah, very simple things to do. These are the things that grandma used to tell us to do. Uh, eat the rainbow, drink good water, um, avoid sugar, stay away from gluten, um, get exercise. They're saying that exercise um, every day, walking a mile a day, limits brain wasting. So get out, walk, get your pedometers on, get your Fitbits. And I don't own any Fitbit stock, um, but get your Fitbits and uh, mark your, your steps and uh, make it a, a, an issue that you stay active every day of your life. If you wake up, work out. Dr. Dave, I'd love to cover this whole area of posture uh, because I think me slouching, typing away, and we all are guilty of slouching. And most of us are on our computers at least a few hours a day. Some of us maybe eight hours, 10 hours, right? So at least a minimum of a few hours per day, I think, for most. What would you suggest in terms of proper posture or working on the posture side of things when it comes to uh, sitting on our laptops, desktops, tablets, mobiles, et cetera? Yeah, very simple things to do, Ricky. Just get up and jump up and down and hop. Uh, research has shown that sitting is a percentage of weightlessness of being in space. So when the astronauts were in space uh, back in the, um, the program in the U.S. at a NASA or the Russian cosmonauts, they actually aged in space. They lost bone density, cardiovascular function. So just get up and jump up and down. Um, hop back and forth. Dance a little bit every once in a while. The second thing is to tuck your chin in. And every once in a while, just bring your chin back to the back so that you can feel that 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 neck become straight because it's this position here where you get your head forward like this that really begins to impact the brain. So you can put your chin, your finger on your chin, tuck the chin in, bring it back, hold it there, and then get your shoulders back, and then just let them all relax. And if we did that about it, you know, every once in a while when we're working on our laptops. Um, it's going to make a big difference. When the head goes forward, Ricky, here's what's really crazy. It actually stops the fluid around your brain from flowing up your spine into your brain. So it actually acts like a kink in the hose when your head goes forward that stops the fluid that brings nutrition to the brain from getting up into the brain. It's crazy. When that starts to happen, the brain starts to die. Guilty as charged, guilty as charged. No, so I'm going to be are, doing man. some bouncing. I love you. I love that, that, that's huge. Yeah. The chanters, I guess, stand-up desks. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different uh, strategies here. So thank you. Uh, thank you for your insights. Uh, so in closing, Dr. Uh, your clinic, uh, tell us about how people can connect and uh, get access to these resources, this info, and get more info and connect. Okay, Ricky. So um, the, the web address is, is www.mosaiclifecare.com, M-O-S-A-I-C-L-I-F-E-C-A-R-E.com. And the clinic number has an 800 number, 844-MOVE-WELL. And the uh, local number is 905-629-0688. There. 
So you know, connect with Dr. Dave. Uh, definitely a very insightful interview, and uh, you know, I'm glad we covered this topic, digital dementia. Like slouching or uh, you know being addicted to screen time or technology and the effects that it's going through in the mind. So they there and mark them when we come over there uh, in person. Uh, but thanks for your time and insights today. Ricky, can I ask you one question? Yes, go ahead. How close are you to Hako Beach? And the town of Hako. Say it again. How close are you to Hako Beach? Oh, okay. Hako? Yes, uh, yes. Uh, Dr. Dave. Lighting is not very good there, but uh, there's Costa Rica over here. We're over here in Tamarindo and the northern area here. Uh, uh, there's San Jose in the center here. Then you have uh, Hako in this area here. Uh, so we're actually going from uh, Tamarindo to Arnau. Yeah, we're going to be heading to Hako and spending some time in Hako. I'm actually staying at a digital nomad house in Hako. And then from there, we're going to go to San Jose. And then from there, we're actually flying over to the Philippines. So uh, yeah, we're definitely going to be covering all this in my blog. Um, so make sure you uh, check out my blog, everyone. And make sure you check out uh, Dave's website as well. Dr. Dave, uh, once again, I'll have the link Hello everyone for tuning to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, uh, live here from beautiful uh, Costa Rica. I will catch up with you guys in the next episode, and happy travels. Thanks, Ricky.